Hey friends, welcome back to The Measure of a Mom. The acronym is M-O-M. I am your host, Shelley Burke. For this episode, I am on location in Salina, Texas, spending time with my daughter who just finished up her school year teaching and is ready for a summer break. I'm asking about her insight to being a teacher and a mom. You won't want to miss this episode. Come on in. Let me pour you a cup of coffee. Before I get started with this episode, please remember to like, subscribe, share, follow, comment on whatever your favorite platform is. I appreciate you. Good morning, everyone. I'm here with my daughter at Summer Moon. We're sitting actually on the back patio, an amazing coffee house here in Salina. Yesterday was her last day of the school year. She teaches art and she's really happy to have a break. The second cup of coffee today, I'm still exhausted. (laughs) (laughs) You are a mom, but before I ask you about that, tell me about what it's like being a teacher. This has been the hardest year of teaching of my 15 years just because of the stuff we've gone through, the world's gone through in a couple years or so. Kids used to staying at home with their parents and now they're having to interact. They're glued to devices. That makes things really hard as the devices. I think that's the hardest thing, honestly. Really? (laughs) Do away with phones and we'd be good again. (laughs) (laughs) What grade do you teach? Sixth, seventh, and eighth eighth the awkward years and what do you teach in art try to make it fun we do a little of everything i want them to feel confident i don't push drawing too hard especially in sixth and seventh grade painting and sculpture and pastels and i try to like look for fun contemporary projects for the kids and stuff that's gonna interest them and i feel like most of the kids love me maybe if not for the class but for my personality because i'm pretty chill can be the chill teacher I don't have to be the intense, read your books. Like, I don't have to be that person, so. It made me think of another question. Mm -hmm. Do any of them come up to you and ask for advice or share things with you that they wouldn't normally? We have a lot more downtime, so yeah, I find out a lot about their lives, I think, more than some teachers. But again, I only have kids, I only get kids half a year where I'm at, so sometimes I don't know them as well about their lives at home. I ask a lot of questions, too, though because I want them to know that I care about who they are. You're in the best position to set an example Mm -hmm. and show the kids how to behave and and how they carry it over into adulthood. Oh, totally. Lots of lectures about that sometimes. (laughs) You know you can't, but do this when you're an adult, right? So you are a mom and you have a Mm seven-year-old. Who Um, acts like a teenager, but okay. (laughs) So I can talk to him like he's one of my students sometime. Let's talk about being a mom. What was your first moment as a new mom? What was that moment when you said to yourself, wow, so this is what it's like? Oh, so you really do have to wake up every two hours. I thought that was something people just said as like sarcasm. (laughs) Do you really get no sleep? Because I didn't know that this was real. (laughs) I can't function. I can't think. What do you think a mom is supposed to represent? I think being a mom for me is, yes, I'm a nurturer. Like if you have to talk about the differences between a mom and a dad, I think more importantly, I'm a, I'm here to help guide him through what could happen in his life, to give him a Christ-like look on the world. And that's not always easy no, given what, what he encounters every day right. or what he sees on TV, right? Especially, well, yeah, I'm in the public school system too. But we live in a small town, and it's a little more tame than, say, a bigger district. There's still, yeah, those challenges. They're trying to steal from children now, trying to steal their innocence, protect them to make sure that they keep that innocence. It's scary. It is. 
You have a seven-year-old. What's the funniest moment you can think of today? Probably how he just busts out in song often. <laughs> in the shower, when he's in trouble. And if he's not singing the words, he's humming everywhere. I'm just like, what? I want to be that happy-go-lucky too. <laughs> what is the lasting footprint that you would like to leave as a mom? Oh, most definitely that he walks in the path of Jesus and is a light for others. That's my goal, ultimate goal. And I think about that every day. We pray every evening and he understands that it's not a compartmental thing, that it's like interwoven in your everyday choices, in your, you know, what you think about, who you go to when you're struggling. It's the ultimate goal, I think, as a parent is and your legacy is to make sure your kids are prepared for the world. Oh, that's excellent. The last question, what advice do you have for new moms or any mom? Protect your kids. Protect your kids from the world. And I'm not saying, you know, put them in a bubble, but I'm saying you have the choice to expose them to certain things or not. And what you choose to expose them to, especially at an early age, impacts who they are. There are some things little ones can handle, but there's a lot that they can't. And they don't hear about all these parents do, making choices like that. And, oh, yeah, it's okay if they see that. And just because they do it, you know, make that choice for yourself and what you think is best for your kid. Seth's very empathetic. So sometimes it's really hard for him to, to watch certain things compared to maybe another kid is ready for that. He's not ready for that. He's just too sensitive. So just protect your kid. Don't just go with the flow of what society says to do these days. That I mean, we keep devices away from him for the most part. You know, he's allowed to play his Switch and sometimes, and we don't let him play online. We don't let him watch a lot of commercials because those are disturbing in itself. But, you know, a lot of outside time, like, we want him to be a kid. He doesn't have to be an adult yet. Like, you don't have to show them everything that's going on. Just help them prepare for that. So, so true. Having a child, you start to think about things more so yes. than before you become a mom. Would well, you agree? Yeah, I do. Well, I think as a teacher, I see what happens to kids if you don't do that. And there are scars, scars that you can't, you can't help them with. I see so many things with kids that they're exposed to at school and things that they've gone through. And I'm like, nope, I will do everything I can to protect Seth from that right now and not let him become a statistic. Kids are sponges. Everything that you surround them with, they will absorb. That's true. Whether you know it or not. Here's a funny question. This is the last question. Oh, good. Let's break up the seriousness because this is a little too much. (laughs) What funny habits or good habits has he picked up from being around you and your husband? Oh my, Um, he thinks he has to coach all the other kids (laughs) on life (laughs) because, you know, Chris is a coach, um, even though it's his last year coaching, but it's almost like he's a little coach slash teacher. I watch him around his friends. I'm like, you can't be bossy like that. Like you can help them, but don't tell them how to do it. Wasn't there a girl in his class this year? He helped her and gave her advice. Tell me about that story. She was new and she just, she was stressed out and she was tripping a lot over things as first grade, you know, quirky things they do. And she was crying all the time and he was very empathetic. So he's walking up to her and are you okay? Do you need anything? And he's the one like patting her on the back, like it'll be okay. And like sit with her and (laughs) did that for a couple days. And then she finally, he was grateful, but then she was like, leave me alone. And he didn't understand. Uh, Just give her her space. She wants some space. You know what? He openly tells you these stories. And I think that is so cool. 
You want your kid to talk to you about what's going on with them on a day-to-day. I ask him every day what's going on just so that he knows that I will be there if he needs to talk to me, but also, like, I want to know what's going on. (laughs) As a good mom should. So enjoy your summer. I'm sure you have some projects you're going to do this summer, right? For sure. In my head. (laughs) I'm not ready to write it down because then it feels like work. Day and tomorrow. Thank you, Kathy. Wrapping things up, thank you for joining me and my daughter on this episode of Measure of a Mom. See you soon and bye for now.